Hey everybody, welcome to the Evoke Bike Podcast. I'm your host, Brendan Hausler. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. These short 8 to 15 minute podcasts cover a wide range of topics to help you get faster. Whether you're looking to win a national championship, finish Leadville, crush Tulsa Tough, get on a Gravel Worlds podium, or simply drop your friends. If we've never met, I'm the co-founder and president of Evoke Bike. I've been coaching athletes since 2010, and I've trained with power for over 150,000 miles. I've also won three Masters National Championships, but I'm mostly proud of my nearly 100 Pro 1 podiums simply because it shows my consistency in the game and my hunger to get better for not only myself, but the Evoke community, which includes you. If you enjoy these podcasts, please leave us a review on Apple or follow and download the episodes from Spotify. And if you want to take your support to the next level, please click the support link at the bottom of this podcast where your donation will help us pay for everything that helps to keep this free podcast going. Now to the show. Hey, everybody. So I've made two comments very recently to athletes who have been doing a burst type workout, which you could consider an over under, but really I more consider over unders ones that have 30, 45 second overs. These are just more the classic threshold bursts that back in the day when I had said, what are my three favorite workouts? This is one of them. Uh, I don't do these as often as I do over-unders, but I might bring them back into my own routine a bit as I'm going to post another podcast about when I think it's valuable to do constant steady state intervals, but I might just throw this burst in there. So it's 10 seconds. When you're doing these, and let's say you're just you're simulating almost riding with a group. Or let's say this, why would you do threshold bursts? Threshold bursts are it's a great way to ride at FTP, but make it more fun than just steady state. And it's just a quick out of the saddle surge for about 10 seconds. It is also technically an over-under. I mean, you're going to flood the legs with some more lactate to be used as fuel. You're going to be buffering. You're going to be trying to fight off more fatiguing metabolites as the intervals get longer. Now, the comment that I'd made to somebody, or excuse me, to two people, was they were really jamming the gas. Like the, their average watts was where they wanted it to be for the over but they would have this spike in there. And it's not a linear curve. Like once you really start going anaerobic, that's when you really, you know, your body is fully going to produce power glycolytically. And so you're going to have way more fatiguing metabolites. So don't, to execute these properly, and when I say properly, I mean in the most optimal way, you might be able to get through a set of three by 15 but it would be better if you could get through a set of three by 15 with less fatigue, right? Or maybe it's you do one by 15 and then you do instead of the the other two by 15, you do one by 30. That's what I did on these over-unders the other week. And I was shocked that I could take the rest out. It's taken me a year and a half to get there. (laughs) But, uh, and that's just... I hope that makes some of you shudder a little bit. This is a long, long, long game. So anyways, the common is, you know, those little minute optimizations, which someone could say, man, you're just being super nitpicky. 
that little nitpicky thing can be the difference between you being able to take the rest out and not, right? Like you being able to do 15 minutes of it or you being able to do 22 minutes of it. Or it could literally be, I mean, I've been in many, many, many races where it's like, oh, I can tell this guy is just about to crack. And it's that one more over and they are off the back. So execute your workouts properly so that you can last longer in them and do more of them and train harder and smarter and become a better cyclist. Now, the other thing is that I was talking to somebody about in terms of closing gaps, don't use 600 watts when you can use 400. And this is like one of the OG, OG, OG podcasts I made way back in the day. It was one of the things that helped me win my first Masters Nationals road race. I went in and just was extremely cautious of any match that I lit because I knew the course finished on that, I forget, was it a 40-second climb? It was going to be a full-out 40- to 60-second effort because you go up the climb, and then there was a straightaway to the finish. And I had to have the most anaerobic capacity left. Uh, That English is grammatically incorrect. But I knew I had to have just a massive bomb to drop in order to not get dropped like I did the year before by Owen and Owen Shot and JJ. I'm blanking on his name, used to ride for Bissell. Anyways, I had an athlete many, 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 many years ago that he was having a hard time making it. The end of the P12 road races where he was just falling apart, just wasn't there, was a non factor. And I, we actually started overlapping in some races. And so then I would see his race file. I'm like, wait a minute, dude, you're the beginning of this race is wet. You're, why is his file so much harder? Like, you just open the file and you're like, whoa, there's a lot of efforts in here. And so as I decided for, I can't remember if I did this on a training race. I wouldn't have dedicated this in a this time to do this in my own race. Um, what I'm trying to say is I started to watch him more in the beginning as we started racing in these similar races. And I would see him close a gap and then beyond like like a gap would open up or whatever. He'd have to chase somebody down and then he'd be full breaks at like just – and maybe I'm a little over-exaggerating. But he was using – 800 watts when he could use 600. So all of these little surges, the races that I was seeing in his files were actually not that hard. He was making them way harder. So said differently, just like what we're talking about with these workouts, that might not have mattered in that exact moment. Sure, he can do 800 watts, but he could have done it in 600. But it mattered three hours later. Similar thing for the workouts that we're previously talking about execute them so that you get the point of what you're trying to do. You're working your threshold, you're working around threshold, you're uh, consuming lactate as energy, you're probably also doing some lactate shuttling in these threshold bursts. But it's important that you execute them properly so that then you can do them longer. And so yeah, it doesn't matter in the first set if you go too hard, but it matters in the third set or it matters that you need more rest or it matters that you feel more shattered and are broken 
after them, and that fatigue will trickle into other workouts. So all these little minute details, they do matter. And I do I put in the comments, I'm like, hey, I'm being nitpicky here, but this little type of optimization can help you down the road. And again, if you're the cyclist in year one through five, it might not matter as much. But when you're in the cyclist year five through infinity and you're looking for those little gains, it matters. And I truly, 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 I mean... All these little things are why I'm still getting better. And I don't want to use me as end of one of being like, look, guys, I'm getting faster. But I I mean, I'm still surprised, to be honest with you. You know, I thought endurance sports when I didn't know anything and I kind of hit a little plateau and three years in, I was like, maybe this is where I'm at. I'm like, that can't be right. Um, and then you keep finding ways to get better. You start riding a little bit more. You start making endurance rides longer. You start looking at different ways of doing VO2 max work. You look at doing other ways of doing threshold work. When do you ride time? You know, there's all these adjustments that you make. And so yesterday, after finishing nine weeks of 1,000 TSS weeks with 20 hours a week with two rest weeks in there, so three weeks on, one week off, three weeks on, one week off, three weeks on, one week off, I went to this group ride yesterday. Pretty, I wouldn't say exhausted. I'm like my body's ready for a rest week coming up, and I was like, I'm just gonna try and crush a 20 minute effort here. It's on the flat, so I wasn't expecting too much, but hit 4:35 and PR for the past year, and it makes me really think that when I'm on the hills in North Carolina, 4:50 might actually be in the realm still, and if I could do that at 40. I'll be super freaking pumped. So I, I'm telling you this not to brag because I'm. what do I have to brag about? I'm an amateur cyclist. I'm telling you this, that you can still get better. You can still find ways to improve. And it's all these little micro optimizations that you make that will help you get there. So pay attention to the details, but at the same time, don't overthink it. Go ride your bike. Have a great day. Crush a training. Hopefully see you at a race this year, 2022. Let's get it.